but I would say at the end of the day, it's like, you got to follow your gut. And I think like, if you have something that you think is weird or off put, like weird or strange, I think sometimes leaning into that is good. Like, I don't want to, I think it's better to be mediocre and do something unique than be really good at the 80th dick joke the audience has heard that night. Right. And I think like, um, that's, what's going to set you apart. We're now listening to Mike's Side Chat Podcast. Here's your host, Xavier all right, hey guys, I'm back for another episode of uh, Mike's Side Chat, where I just talk to my friends and, you know, people at the mics, and today's a really cool episode because I get to talk with one of my uh, newer, but, you know, it feels like older friends, um, her name's Hannah Romes, and uh, we just got done doing some uh, improv practice, you know, getting ready for this show we got on uh, May 3rd, it's going to be sweet, but uh, Hannah is uh, an up-and-coming comic in the, the Columbus area, and I, I love talking to him, Hannah, I love talking to Hannah for a lot of reasons, um, you know, she's very funny, um, I mean, goodness, she hasn't been doing comedy that long, but as an improviser and a new stand-up, just, uh, her stories are, are so funny to listen to, my goodness, I, I almost feel like I'm fanboying uh we should be having like a regular conversation right now no i just she's she's one of my favorite people to talk to so i was like who would be a great person to talk to next you know so yeah. you know how, how are you feeling hannah I'm feeling good. My throat hurts from doing uh, voices earlier today. I I feel like I need to get them checked out. I probably have those like like uh, nodules on my vocal cords from all these like weird smoker characters I do for the last like five years. Whatever. Like, it's my go-to is like an old grumpy man voice, <laughs> which isn't good. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that. That's yeah. one of your like stock characters that you pull out, and you're like, I'm gonna be a, a man in this improv scene. And uh, I'm really going to go for the, the trucker, deep voice <laughs> sort of, you know, character. When it doesn't have to be so extreme, but, like, I love how extreme some of your characters can be in some of our improv scenes. <laughs> I try to really sell it. I feel like ever since I learned how to, like, pantomime smoking, like, a cigarette or, like, having, like, dip tobacco in my lip and then spitting it out throughout the scene, like, I was like, this is all I ever want to do ever. Like, this is it. Like, I don't need any other characters. I don't need to have, I don't need to try or expand or, you know, explore other opportunities. I'll just get really good at this one very specific niche. And I'll do it with, like, men or women, too. Like, I, I don't discriminate. Like, I'll either be, like, a it's almost the same. Like, 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 I'll do the same voice and people assume I'm a man, but I'm like, no, I was supposed to be a woman in this scene. <laughs> you know? Or people, like, assign me as, like, Hannah, what's your name as a character? But they call me Hannah. I'm like, I'm still Rick, you know? Like, still, like, you, can't, you, can't, you can't kill him. <laughs> you know? He's deep inside my soul. Oh, it's it's so fun to, yeah. to, pl- to play with those characters in the scenes. And you even have some, um, some jokes in your stand-up routine where you... <laughs> <laughs> you become like a pretty a pretty similar character don't you like the there's one where you talk about like your dad yeah and then like is it is it you being your dad in that joke or yeah it's like yeah so <laughs> it's so funny because it's not like my dad's not like that at all my dad is like pretty like he's not like soft-spoken but like he's like pretty i think relaxed mm-hmm. and like he's definitely like never smoked at all <laughs> so like me like playing this like um like trailer like rick who you know is like giving people the bird on third and high like it's not really like reverent of my dad but uh, it's the same vibe i just think like 
I've been really trying to like use more of my improv skills in my stand up because mm. I feel like it really that's where I'm really comfortable with. Actually, like you gave me this advice because mm. you come from like an improv background too. I do, I do. Yeah, and like when I started doing stand up like a couple like I guess two years ago now, mm. um, that was one of the things you like some advice you gave me was like lean into that improv and I feel like that's really helped me like feel more comfortable on stage while also still like finding little bits or like things to play with like creating like a very physical character mm. on stage whether it's like stand up or improv is super fun and definitely <laughs> great for your vocal cords <laughs> <laughs> especially when you go down into the, the the depths of your you know diaphragm and reach in for a smoker yeah. who's like just upset at the world i feel yeah. like all those characters you play are like in their 60s yeah. or like or late 50s and they're, they're just done with people yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. they're smoking these huge yeah. cartoonish sized cigars <laughs> they're like you're never gonna make it in this business kid yeah. and they're just they're they're cantankerous yeah. but they're also so entertaining oh my goodness uh, like one of my favorite things about do it like uh that i'll do with one of these characters is i'll like uh <laughs> kind of have this kind of voice and i'll have a cigarette and then i'll add like like one of those like harmonicas that like they used to play in the wild west that have like five different like uh, yeah. like reeds on it it'll be like that with cigarettes so like i'll just keep on like lining up cigarettes to a point where i have like a cigarette sandwich that i'm smoking <laughs> during the scene and i'm like pantomiming holding like a sandwich size like roll of cigarettes that i'm smoking um yeah <laughs> it's it's fun i also was thinking about this the other day because like I have that Meemaw character I do. Yeah, that's like, yeah, Meemaw. That's like, uh, so I have this show, Meemaw's House, and I'll be like an Appalachian grandma, and it's as a host, and it's just super silly. She loves possums, and um, it's one of my favorite things I do. And <laughs> I was thinking about it, I'm like, this is perfect, because like, I could play this character until I'm literally this age. Because <laughs> like, you're never going to like age out of playing like an 80-year-old, because yeah, then you yeah. can just play a 100-year-old when you're 80, you know? <laughs> And then I don't have to spend so much money on makeup either. So it'll be perfect. Just be yourself. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, I think like it's perfect. I uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like this is this is foolproof because you know like I feel like as like women and you. I mean you probably feel this too as like a guy, but I feel like we all kind of feel like we're chasing the clock of like oh if I don't make it by a certain age like you know that's horrible or like I need to like hit a certain mark. But if I play an 80 year old now i'll never age out of that it's mm. foolproof so maybe i've been thinking about like faintly like uh doing stage makeup on my face like <laughs> <laughs> like during regular gigs and then people just think i'm like i've been doing it longer you know like man you know when you started you looked so young and spry and now you how long has it been since you started doing it like, so i've been like gray in my hair <laughs> one day you'll just see me like a full wig like one day walk in with a cane like oh i don't even need it yeah <laughs> yeah like uh yeah exactly like that i'll look like uh dick van dyke in the mary poppins movie but the new one and the old one you know just like walk in a little hunched over and then for like the whole gig you you have that raspy voice. Yeah. And that's your that's your default. Like are you okay? Is, yeah, I'm just losing my voice. This, this is this, uh, it's just it's just who I am right now. You know, <laughs> woke up talking like this. I'm like, oh well, I'm the new Hannah. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what's going to happen. Like, <laughs> like we're joking about this, but like record this podcast and like record another one of these in like two years, and how you will sound like that. Like, like yeah, my new my uh, my guest today is uh, is Hannah Rones. How you doing? Here? Oh, I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> is that you now? Yeah. 
yeah, 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 yeah. Well, funny story. You know, yeah, I got this cigarette lodged in my throat permanently, and it forces my voice to sound like this. I'm, I'm sure that's not how science or throats work, but it worked for me like that. So it's good to see you, Xavier. Did you, did you lose weight? And then I just sound like you too. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I did. <laughs> it's like, weird. The same thing happened to me. People are like, is Xavier even having people on this podcast? Or is he just talking by himself in a car and throwing his voice? We really don't know. <laughs> it's like, kind of like he's just kind of doing voiceovers and talking to the voiceovers. But, yeah. you know, it's to each their own. You know, it's just weird that he's saying yes, guess, you know. Yeah, you should do that. Like, <laughs> you should have this whole podcast that's just like, hey, I like talk to people after mics or after doing stuff it's like super casual you know fun <laughs> but it's just you it's like that would actually be amazing because it's like, like you know how like whenever you're leaving a social situation and you like play back everything you could have said yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you just record that you're like no but i think you're like this and i think you suck for this reason and <laughs> it just like, it sounds like a whole group of drama but yeah. really it's me being all these people <laughs> yeah. creating the drama and then being the person responding to it yeah, yeah. it reminds me of the time when you'd ask me to do a show with you and like you needed like a team member and uh-huh. I was like, oh, I can't, I can't do it. I'm busy. And you're like, that's fine. I'll just, I'll just be the team. It'll be Hannah and friends, but it'll just be Hannah. <laughs> and then you're like, I'll just be up there being everybody. I'm like, well, that sounds a little extreme. If you need to be like a group of improvisers, like, no, no, I'll be a one person, one woman show. I'll be Hannah and friends. I'll be me and the friends. I'll be, I am friends. So I'm like, Hannah, you can just ask some other improvisers. Like, no, 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 I'll be great. So I'm like, Are you mad? <laughs> so confident that it was just gonna be fine it was like i believe in you but like this feels like you're overcompensating you don't have to do that i'm sorry i can't do the show <laughs> like, like no i don't even need friends anymore I'm fine I can what is friends show. i am hannah yeah, and friends my own friends like, all right well, yeah you know. <laughs> It's getting weird fast, man. I don't know. But, I still feel like that'd be a funny. Uh, no, that would be a great. Uh, that would be a, actually that would be a fun. That would be a fun sketch mm-hmm. when someone's like, "Dude, you're loose. You ain't getting no friends." It's like, "What? I got the most friends. Friends, get in here!" And then you just start putting on different hats yeah. and being the friends <laughs> in that moment. It's like. What? <laughs> yeah, we're like, like, oh wait, uh, oh you need to talk to uh, Hannah. Oh yeah, I'll come, I'll go get her. I'll be right back. Right. And it's like, then it's like me without the mustache. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you just start slowly breaking down throughout the sketch because you, you're, you are all these people in this conversation with this one other mm-hmm. person, and they're watching you transform, and they're like, dude, do you need, do you need a hug? Are you, <laughs> are you good? Or because I feel like I shouldn't be here. Yeah. <laughs> You're starting full-blown conversations and arguments with yourself. Like, dude, it's my turn to be Hannah. It's like, no, no, no. I'm also going to be Hannah now, too. Like, this person's already seeing you. It's like, dude, are you schizo or are you just really trying to impress me because i'm impressed but i'm also scared but like all the all, but all, all the friends like eventually start becoming like less and less realistic to like 2023 and like <laughs> like also just feeling like like at first it's like yeah i'm like becky i met hannah at the you know the intramural soccer game and then it's like i'm oliver and i am an orphan in 1860s london and i met 
at the Kroger down the street because I asked her for some more. <laughs> you just walk, yeah. and they walk through like an actual line in Kroger, and you yeah. become the cashier checking them out too. It's, just, it's a whole, it becomes a whole scene. Yeah. Person like, are we? Are you even doing characters anymore? It's not like you're just doing full bits. <laughs> That's actually very interesting. It's, like, would... it's like two people exist in the world. <laughs> and it's just like me as everybody else. And this and person this watching, person. who's watching you do everything, yeah. and it's just them reacting like, or giving commentary really. Yeah. So it's not them reacting. It's like, well, actually, yeah, that would happen. That would yeah. make sense. But I mean, why are you, why does that person have to be British? I mean, you're still in America, right? Or <laughs> you just feel like you had a real hard <laughs> British accent going on for this one person. The rest of the characters are American. This person, are they from America? Like they're, they're trying to figure out the scenes on the side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I'm a Victorian ghost inside <laughs> in the lake. And it's like, are you even real? Like, like can this is clear? Like, can I, they see this ghost like, or is this ghost like, like just a voice? Or Like, can I see the makeup coming? Like you're sweating the makeup <laughs> off your face at this very moment. You're like, what do you mean? I'm a ghost. I've always been a ghost. <laughs> and then, like, they they come home and they're like, man, mom, I had the craziest day. And my friend Hannah, and then I, they turn around and I'm their mom. What a plot twist. This dude's whole life is like, or chick, whatever, is based off of, like, Hannah playing all these different people. And they're the one that's probably real. Everything else is not real. It's like, maybe they're like, in like a I don't know a hospital or something I don't know they're playing this stuff out in their brain they're like wake up Jake wake up let's go I just had this dream where my friend <laughs> Hannah is like all these people and then they're talking to you as a therapist <laughs> and then like turn over and they see a mirror and then they're also me <laughs> <laughs> that, that has like three different twists <laughs> that'd be like some in my Shyamalan twist and it's like bro this has way too many plot points for the depth of like horror that you want but it is it's you know it's working I guess you know? that's hilarious oh, uh, well I feel like I I've kept you a, lo- a long time. It's only that's been like okay. what ten minutes. Yeah, I did want to say this real quick. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned Meemaw's house, uh, which is an incredible production. By the way, can you can you tell everybody about that real quick? Like how you came up with that idea and you oh, know, how it's been going? Yeah, sure. Thank you. I uh, so it's uh yeah so. Uh, in high school drama club, I was always like cast as like the old lady, the old grandma character, and mm. I had this one role in this play. It was called Love Thy Neighbor, and the her character was called Mima, and I loved it. It was like my favorite character I ever played, and I used so my uh, some of my family's from Appalachia, and I talk about this in like my stand up too. But I basically like took just like an accumulation of a lot of my relatives and I combined them into like an elderly grandma who was like the sweetest kind of person around (laughs) and she's so nice and I basically just have like a very fun like welcoming time it's almost like therapeutic I think like I have everybody come to the show and I use improv games as like a format for the show so like in improv, there's a game called, like, Panel of Experts, where people yeah, ask yeah. you questions, and then, like, you answer them in character. So, basically, like, I am Meemaw. I am this character throughout, and I'm just improvising. And so, I have this one segment of the show where it's letters to Meemaw. And before the show starts, I have people come, and uh, I have everybody. I introduce myself to every single person in the room, and I give them an envelope and note cards, and they have to ask me questions. That's awesome. uh, and then, during the show, like, I ask, I answer those questions, like, improvising in character, um, and I'm going to have another couple segments that I'm doing. Like, it's almost like a mashup of like Mr. Rogers neighborhood kind of style. Where it's oh. like, you have like different people visiting from the neighborhood and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And so I'm going to have one where 
uh, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I want people to like bring things from their house, like a show oh, and tell. Okay. And so then they would like let me have them. <laughs> and then I keep them in so money they know idiots <laughs> no I but they give me them and then like during the show I like have like an antiques roadshow style thing where I'm like oh this is where it came from I remember this pen actually this was the first pen that my husband wrote me a love letter on and then I realized it was the same pen we signed our divorce papers on seven years later because he had an affair with my sister or whatever like I don't know dumb stuff like that but I think it could be like fun and I, I just want the audience to feel like it's like at your grandma's house it's like mm. super intimate and like kind of cozy and fun and I hand out Werther's originals to everyone in the audience like it's it's a blast that I love sounds it. yeah worth it <laughs> <laughs> candy really sells it you know yeah right <laughs> I feel like Meemaw should have Paul there and Paul should be your character that, yeah. that the, the the deep voice raspy character that you play in I, some of your scenes because that would be so hilarious <laughs> to watch you like half the show be Meemaw and then the other half be Paul. and Paul <laughs> is this stock character you always play and it's just so over the top and so funny I was thinking about that the other day because like I have an old man costume that my brother said looks like Karl Marx and he's not wrong. Like he's like, I took this Gandalf beard and I just, you know, just destroyed it. Okay. It's super hairy. I have this like bald cap with like hair coming out on the edge, like Mark Twain or uh, uh, Albert Einstein. Okay. And so I, uh, I was thinking about that because I'm like, I honestly could probably like while the people are performing, like do a little costume change and kind of come out and alternate as characters. So I thought about it. I don't know. It, I think I would need like a little bit more structure in the show before I do it, but it's, I, I, it's on my mind. Not, it's to, on not my to volunteer myself, but I would love to be Pat Paul and uh, just show up <laughs> randomly to the show. But well, what you doing in here, Mabel? <laughs> Meemaw, whatever they call you these days. What you doing in here? Just have a whole old person argument back and forth in the middle of the of the show. And people are like, who is this? Yeah. And you're like, I'm sorry for Pat Paul. He just shows up and starts shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I actually love that. Though. No, I, yeah, actually, oh, we fun. should do something we'll, like that. We'll work it out. Yeah, yeah. I um, like that. So, is uh, is Meemaw's house? That was called. Yeah. Is this a book show where other comics can be booked to get on it, or do you already have like a setup for like a cast that does every show with you? So I don't. It's, I've only done it, I think, twice so far, and I'm going to do a third time on my ninth. But okay. um, and it's going to be probably monthly at that point. But. I'm still trying to decide because I think like so my friend um Erica Johnson who's an improviser and mm -hmm. he does videos and stuff like that. Sketch, Eric, yeah. yeah, sketch writing, yeah. yeah, you know him. And he uh he's the mailman and so <laughs> he's <laughs> he's also black and so he calls himself the black mailman. And so like <laughs> okay. so he's the one at the beginning of the show that delivers all the letters that the people in on the tables have written out to me. And so like he has like a little bit where he's like, Oh, I know what you've been doing because he's the black mailman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I love that character so much. I asked him I to do come too. back. That's great. <laughs> and so I would love to have like a recurring cast, like because that's the thing is I want to have a couple comedians come, but I got some feedback from the audience that came to the last show that they wanted to have more like segments centered around Meemaw. So I want that to be the focus. Okay. But like, I always want to, I, I love collaborating with people. So I feel like I'm going to have on the next show, I'm having Cappy who is a, a musician and kind of comedic musician on okay. Instagram, TikTok. And he lives in Columbus. He's going to be performing some music. Oh, cool. And then I'm going to have uh, Madison Laughlin. She's doing some stand-up, mm -hmm. like, poetry, which I'm... Oh, nice. I love. Yeah, yeah, I've heard her. I've heard some of her. They're really funny. Yeah, yeah. I think that'll be perfect for, yeah. like, a kind of, like, a Meemaw's, like, kids show kind of Yeah, vibe. yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then I'm also going to do a <clears throat> sketch, if I have time to do it, 
Eric's helping me with a sketch called like Meemaw on the town <laughs> and I'm gonna like dress up and we're gonna do a video of me like exploring Columbus and like talking about like landmarks in Columbus and oh just, like, yeah that would be so <laughs> like, good um and I my my thought is eventually I'd love to get it sponsored okay. and like have Meemaw go to an establishment that's like paying a like like a hundred or like a couple hundred bucks for the show and then I talk to like the owner or the manager like I kind of interview them about their business or whatever kind of like a mini commercial yeah yeah um I also have this idea for it where I want to do a uh I want to get a like Muppet of Meemaw <laughs> that would be so- <laughs> oh I can already see in my head that would be I yes like the exact same like kind of how like the Lizzie Mag- like McGuire show had like her cartoon self yeah, I yeah. want to have like a Meemaw Muppet yeah. that I either learn how to ventriloquist with, <laughs> like a psycho or I have like a segment of the show that's just like the mop like the muppet talking and not me <laughs> and i have a um so then i also have a <laughs> like such a fever dream i have like a uh <laughs> i have a possum puppet that i got off uh amazon and so Mima's backstory is that she used to be a trainer a okay. possum trainer okay and her opening line is i spent the better half of my life figuring out if i could train a possum and i'll tell you after 50 years you absolutely cannot (laughs) (laughs) and so she i have this possum with me and his name's kyle and uh (laughs) and uh i want to learn how to like have kyle talk and like tell jokes during the show oh yeah and then i (laughs) so then i want to have the muppet meemaw have her own little oh that's a li- that's so, it's so... like a puppet of a puppet oh <laughs> yes i love that idea so much i love oh. seeing stuff like that because it's always so funny to watch it play out on like a, a tv show or like a movie but to watch it uh, like uh, a live like action like performance mm-hmm. that's even like even like a sketch or something that's even funnier because i'm like they're pulling this off in real time that's hilarious i'm very excited about it and i think there's so many things i can do with it it's just like again trying to get it like in a momentum and figuring out how like to get more people involved like i don't want it to just be like a one woman show i want it to be a lot of different people a lot of different segments and i want it to be a space where like people can like people are welcome to pitch an idea to me and we can mm. figure out how to make it work and collaborate like i love the improv and stand-up scene i want to combine the two so people that kind of like tiptoe between those worlds i would love to have them on sure if you have an idea you know? so, oh yeah for sure uh pat paul, <laughs> pat no, paul. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so if uh let's say somebody who's listening uh to us talk about you know Mimo's house gets excited they want to be involved how can somebody audition or try to collaborate with you on this show yeah i think if somebody would just want to reach out to me on instagram at hannah Rome's h-a-n-n-a-h-r-o-m-e-s that's probably the best way to uh find me and just reach out you know see if you have an idea for it like like i said it could be like a one-off character if it works really well if you want to do it more often it could be like a recurring thing but my idea is that you have like weird people in the neighborhood or like whatever people that stop by and maybe they do like a little segment at some point i'm having a live sketch performer james wagner come also for the next one and he's going to pitch like a parody commercial he has (laughs) so it stuff like that just like sketches or anything that could like live in a tv show kind of world i'm all about it so yeah message me and i'd love to work with you yeah that sounds cool i'm definitely gonna send you some messages even though i'm <laughs> yeah, I, even do, though yeah. you're my friend I'm like, actually hey. i prefer you though <laughs> i'm just kidding i got so many messages like i can't wait to send you <laughs> yeah, yeah. once you unblock me be perfect. <laughs> well i didn't block you that was pet paul you crazy <laughs> pet paul gets crazy uh okay last thing and i'll let you go i know uh-huh. it's getting kind of late no, okay. um 
since you've been doing comedy, you said for the past couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you have improv experience. You got you get you're getting stand up experience, and I think you're getting really really good at stand up. Um, what kind of advice would you give someone who's maybe has a similar background to you? They they um, they have a little improv experience. They're trying to get into stand up, um, or maybe they're just trying to like be a little better as a performer like what kind of advice do you have for them to be like maybe one percent better or just a little bit better in general yeah i would say um you know i've been doing stand-up since or improv since 2018 i've been doing stand-up for like a couple years now i would say the the thing i think i've learned the most in both that have really helped me is just like um people's people's advice is good you know I think and like sometimes you can lean into that and obviously like you for example have been such a help for me to be able to like learn how to work on my craft and learn how to like use my strengths um but I would say at the end of the day it's like you got to follow your gut and I think like if you have something that you think is weird or off put like weird or strange I think sometimes leaning into that is good like I don't want to I think it's better to be mediocre and do something unique than be really good at the 80th dick joke the audience has heard that night. Right. And I think like, um, that's, what's going to set you apart. Like when I got started, people were asking me to be booked on shows because I do clean comedy and because like I do like physicality and I do voices and like I sing during my standup and that's not something a lot of people see. And so even if like I mess up the song or maybe even if the joke doesn't land perfectly, like it's still memorable and I think like that's kind of what I think sets people apart so if you have something weird like go for it like you know I think like like Madison Laughlin's poems like I think that's amazing Mandy Monaco does this like animated poem song thing like I love stuff like that and I think like leaning into that alternative style of comedy is what's going to probably help people the most and get booked and be memorable and it's different like you know there's there's an infinite amount of things that you can create so it's like why would you stick to what's already been done I couldn't have said it better myself. That's, uh, <laughs> I hear killing it with the advice. Hannah Rounds, I love it. No, you are uh, easily one of my favorite people to talk to. You know, we talk to each other hours at a time. We would be standing out. If it wasn't raining outside right now, we'd be outside talking in the middle of the street. People wondering <clears throat> or really trying to justify what they hear us talking about. Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes we'll say something real loud and they'll be like, what? Yeah. What do you mean by that? <laughs> And strike that we've literally left them on a cliffhanger of a random thought it's the middle of our conversation because yeah. we're sometimes yelling at the top of our lungs for callbacks yeah no no i love confusing strangers no we should, we should like we should like do this targeted like in like new albany and oh. like, keep the prices low like like yeah these like crazy people are walking around doing oh voices. man don't get me started on that haunted house down there <laughs> i heard gunshots i'm pretty sure those were ghost guns yeah, you yeah. Know. <laughs> it's just like somebody being like bow bow you heard that right it's like yeah yeah no it sounded like somebody was making gunshot noises it wasn't yeah. an actual gun then we bring out guns for the just the effect but they're really like prop guns yeah. they look real from afar yeah right. it's like oh I like, the, I like to call in you know something dangerous in our neighborhood it's like we bring it out of here Hannah you yeah. know the police show up you know only one of us is good right, um, right. and it's not me like uh, they're gonna be like ma'am are you alright I'll be like <laughs> Well, actually, I also identify as safe. Uh, like, <laughs> like to just get the fuck out of here right now. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe not. Uh, yeah, maybe not New Albany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. 
not good. We'll start with like Gehanna. Let's start, <laughs> let's start with something dangerous, like you know the West Side or something, and then work yeah. our, work our way up to something more. Yeah, we gotta keep the yeah. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta hang around those luxury apartments we've been in in Franklin, so we gotta do something about that. <laughs> let's go to the places that are gentrified. Yeah, and then like they look safe. That way, you know, if it is unsafe, we can be like, oh yeah, that's where we're at, and yeah. then like slowly, you know, moonwalk out of there to. You know, if we can go to Albany. That's One of my favorite things about talking to you is that I always have a business idea. After <laughs> and I really appreciate that. I was like, yeah, I could just, I could write a, I'll write a pitch deck later today. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I have a, I have so many, you know, business ideas at home. I'm getting LLCs for C corps and all that stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, they're pending right now. But, um, <laughs> I, I can thank you when uh, the money starts coming in. Yeah, no, I expect uh, it. I always have like <laughs> sketch ideas that come of our conversations that are lost into the ether you know mm-hmm. um and they yeah. just become callbacks for our, our like personal conversations <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying like uh like uh the one time uh when we were talking outside of saver pint right and then uh, it was just me and you talking it, it, uh i think it was l dub nation <laughs> my man just my man just chimes in goes edging yeah did you say edging and neither one of us said anything. It had Not even n- close. Nothing to do with edging. Was he, like, was like, he was like 15 feet away from us <laughs> in another conversation. He was trying so hard to join the conversation. It was like, <laughs> no, dog. We're not talking about edging. <laughs> so now, like, every every now and then, if, like, we're just having a conversation, you know, yeah. that'll be a random callback. Edging? Yeah. Y'all talking about edging? <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. No, dog. No, we're, not, we're not talking about it. But it's such a funny... Yeah. Like, we have, like, a million of those, I think, at this point. Like, I remember the first time I met you, and we had, like, a, like a full-blown conversation. It was in Newark. And oh, yeah. uh, I was, wow. like, I was meeting you. You were with, I think, Eric Johnson. Yeah. And uh, we, were, we were just talking. And uh, I, don't, I don't think you had noticed it at that point, but you would always say, uh, there's something there or there's something that matters. <laughs> You know, there, so there's something there. There's yeah, something yeah, there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't think I thought you were just being funny every time you said it, but you said it genuinely every time. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I don't think she realized she's saying this. Yeah. So the more we talked, the more I would say it and you'd be like, Are you are you making fun of me? I'm like, Oh, oh no, 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 I'm not making you just say that a lot and you're like, Oh, do I? I'm like, Yeah. And so I just said it like a thousand times more after that and that became a whole thing too, like as we were leaving. And you were like, all right, I'll see you later, hopefully. I was like, well, you know, there's something there. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, Xavier, I've never really written a joke before. <laughs> <laughs> this is just who I am. I'd love to write a joke someday. <laughs> no, you got so many jokes. Yeah. But, uh, no, oh, I feel boy. like if I don't end this, we'll be talking for like yeah, another, yeah, we got, yeah, another hour. Like, and I we'll be talking about like how we're talking. <laughs> try to catch the last couple minutes of Cafe Bourbon Tree if there's anything yeah. left there. But, Hannah, this won't be the last time we talk because you're freaking awesome. Thanks for spending a couple minutes with me. Um, any last thoughts before we peace out? No, I'm excited to hear the... I'm, I know this podcast has just started at the time of recording, but I'm very excited <laughs> for it. I think like it's about darn time that you're doing more of it. So, um, I, I love everything you do. I think that you're very creative and funny and a um, very dynamic approach to comedy. And you think about... You have a very like strategic and... like. A holistic way that you approach your comedy which i really value and appreciate and uh yeah as a friend and a colleague <laughs> and, and soon to be business partner <laughs> <laughs> 
and Papa. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> no, no, I really actually that would be that's gonna be so fun yeah, if, we, if you want to do that. Yeah, yeah, I would do that with you. Yeah, yeah for sure. That would be so good. <laughs> but yeah, no, I appreciate I appreciate that. I um I like I said, I always love talking with you. There's like maybe five people in the world I could sit down or stand up or swim, whatever we're doing and yeah. talk forever and ever amen until they were like all right everybody listening to you guys wants you to shut up because you guys have been talking all night and i would be like i'm sorry did someone invite this person to the conversation (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i'm honored to be the sixth person (laughs) (laughs) oh that's a six i meant i I meant five i meant meant five i'm not sure how you made the top six that's that's, uh (laughs) like there's all these people in my life that i'm just so close with and they're my good friends and hannah and then hannah's in there too (laughs) you know i'm not sure what number she is but she's she's made herself six so we're gonna have to readjust the top 10 now (laughs) (laughs) i also value your presence you are very very worthy um you know asset to my my life so yes yes and i love nick too nick your boyfriend um, (laughs) i'm sure he's told you about our black chats because he's a black dude yeah i'd love to be in one someday i well you know it's not (laughs) it's not exclusively for black people but you know if you get invited you can come to the barbecue you know okay i'll talk to nit about nit yeah nit yeah can i tell you this can i tell you this story real quick yeah yeah, okay (laughs) because it made me think of I've been telling people this at like the open mics and stuff and even one time on stage it was just it's such a funny thing I always love thinking about it so there was this episode of Arthur I told you about it this episode of Arthur oh, where yeah. he joined like the knitting club or whatever and then like he had a dream that they were making fun of him for knitting like in his dream they were like look at Arthur he likes to knit he's a knitter knitter they're all pointing at knitter and somebody just had like on deck a K button that they pinned on his shirt and then they kept going knitter knitter then they had like the little dream sound and he's waking up and he's just shaking and he's like no no I'm not a knitter I'm not a knitter (laughs) (laughs) I was I was so weak because I'm like how did this make it out of the writing room you know like why was this okay why wasn't somebody in there to stop them and be like hey this sounds fun. It's actually really funny, but this is a kid's show, and that sounds so close to a not okay word. Can we suggest Nitta? <laughs> Maybe like, bro, you're absolutely right. We're so glad you're here to keep us woke. And then that dude got fired, and they were like, you know what? He had terrible ideas anyway. He wanted to say Nitta. I mean, what even is that? We know what a knitter is, but a Nitta? <laughs> what a bozo. Anyways, we're going to go forward with this, Kate, this, this knitting episode with Arthur, because kids love knitting, right? They, yeah, they, they're definitely they, going to get the Scarlet Letter references. Right, right. right. It's not going to go over their heads at all. It won't sound like a slur or anything. It'll just sound like we're talking about knitting. Yeah. Arthur's holistic and wholesome. Cool. Which is tragic because I do like Arthur. I love though. Arthur. <laughs> I, I, I would literally go watch it now if I could access the... Actually, I think it's on YouTube. You know, in the book, in the... I don't know if you've ever read the illustrated books, but he, uh, the author writes his kids' names. Mm-hmm. They're hidden in the illustrations. Really? Yes, if you ever, like, read the illustrations, you'll be able to find uh, his kid's name sometime. I learn something new every time Isn't I talk to you. Yeah, no, that, no, that is. That is. That's pretty neat. That's, uh, I love when Ar- Arthur's. I love when authors try to say that ten times fast. Yeah, Arthur and author. It's it's going to be Impossible. catastrophe. But, no, I love when authors have a unique style for the, the way they write a book or the way they present you know, a character in, like, a, in like a, a show or mm-hmm. a storyline. Uh, it's almost like their their signature move, you know. It's like, hey, 
them that person who created Arthur did that on that show or in that yeah. uh, that illustration, so we know that <laughs> that's their style, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's cool to think about. Mm-hmm. All right, like I said, uh, we'll probably talk forever if I don't end it. Yeah, you should probably end this. Um, this has been Mike's Side Chat um, with Hannah Romes. It won't be the last time because she's freaking awesome, and um, I'm trying to keep up. Um, I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. 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 Edging. <laughs> Edging. <laughs> Thanks for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please leave a review. Let me know what you think. Subscribe for updates, and I'll see you guys next time.